This morning we're, we're going to jump into our series, God Made a Way. We kicked it off last week with, a, uh, with an awesome play. Um, those kids memorizing all those lines, like my mind just gets blown because there's like, I, I, I would not be able to do that. <laughs> my mind is not the capacity. Maybe some of you can. I'm not, I'm not gifted in that. So, um, but man, how they, how they memorize all those lines. They did, a, they did such a great job. And we kind of talked through like the different characters. And uh, we talked through how they were such a... Uh, People who, who represented every different class of people. Like, and how God was able to use them to, to, to demonstrate to us that no matter like, where we're at in life or what we're going through, that he has, he has made a way through his son and through Jesus. And, and, and this morning, um, I think this morning's going to be more of like a re- reflective service. Um, a, a little bit because I found out yesterday that I was preaching this morning. So... Uh, um, but, I, you know, the Holy Spirit's awesome in that because Christy and I were driving down and I got a text message from Paul and he's like, hey, I'm not feeling well. Uh, you know, Sunday, I, I don't think I'm going to be there. And I was like, okay. Uh, and, and like immediately I just felt the Holy Spirit say, hey, here's the, here's the main point. Bam, bam, bam. And so, um, so we're going to bring it together this morning and, uh, and, and, go, and go from there. We were driving to, to D.C. actually to visit some friends. So, um, but last week we saw, we saw many characters that surrounded the, 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 the birth of Jesus. And I sat back in the, in the Christmas season and, and think about, like, as we think about God made a way as we were talking through this as a staff about our theme for Christmas and our, and our Christmas series, that, that no matter who we are, no matter where we come from, no matter what, 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 what our ethnicity is, no matter what our situation is, no matter how I feel, that God made a way for us to, to be able to that God made a way for us to be able to have access, access to him. And, and, and this past week, Christy and I celebrated seven years of marriage and, and, and our, for our anniversary. Yeah, give it up for Christy. She put up with me for seven years already. So many more to, many more to go. I feel bad for her. Um, and, uh, and so kind of for our, for our anniversary present or, or, or Christmas present to each other, we, we've not, both never been to New York City. So we go to New York and, and last Sunday into Monday and then... Then spontaneously this past week, we had some friends that were in D.C. And, uh, and when, um, so Thursday night, we decided that, hey, tomorrow morning, we're going to go to D.C. and hang out, with our, hang out with our friends. So that was awesome. And, uh, but as I'm walking around D.C. and I'm walking around New York City, and I, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about that no matter every person that, that you encounter, you encounter the the modern-day shepherds, if you would, the people who were the lowest of, of, of maybe the lowest economic system. You encounter the people who, who would be, like we talked about last week, like the, the, the magi or, or the wise men that are maybe the richest of the rich and, and, the, and the rulers, you know, who, can, who, have, who have, like, all the, the gifts that they, they brought, to, they brought to, to Jesus. You encounter each and every one of them. You encounter each and every person. Every person that you encounter, that I encounter, I think about, God made a way for you, God made a way for you, and God made a way for you, and he made a way for you, and for you, and for you, and for you. And um, something that really, really kind of stood out to me this past week was um, standing in Union Station with a friend, and, and this, this guy, homeless guy, comes up to us and is like, hey, you know, do you have cash? You have three, you have, you have some money for, for me, and I need, I need whatever. And um, I don't carry cash, so for me it was like, an easy, hey, no, I don't have cash kind of idea. And, and in that moment, my friend reached into his wallet and he pulls out, you know, three or four ones and he goes, he goes, here, you can have this, but I want to tell you something. 
This is not my money. It's God's money. And I think about in that moment, God made a way for you. You, no matter where your situation is, God made a way. And maybe it was through $3 that God was making a way for this man to be able to eat. You know, but he's, he's making a way. And so this morning, um, I kind of want to look at God made a way for each one of us, but it came at a cost. It came at a cost. And uh, so if you would turn in Matthew 1, and, uh, and we're going to look in Luke 1. So we're going to jump back and forth between these two chapters. So maybe if you have like, you can grab like an offering envelope or something and stick it in one place and... and, and and then put your finger in the other place. Because we're going to kind of go back and forth. And, um, you know, it's Christmas time. And, and in our culture, we give gifts, right? Like, we, in our culture, it's like one of those things. Like, you're going give to give a gift. And how many of you guys say, I receive the same sort of gift every year? Like, I receive, the, I, receive, I receive the same sort of gift every year. From somebody, I receive the same sort of gift. Right? Like, I think about the socks that my mother-in-law gets me every year for, for Christmas. Like, they were, these, probably the socks I have on were ones that she, I never buy socks because she keeps me in stock every year. Um, she gives me a, a pack of socks. And, like, this started before Christy and I even got engaged. I think even before we were even officially dating, our, our families were friends. And so, um, Tammy's been giving me socks for years, <laughs> 15 years probably. She's been giving me socks for Christmas. And... But gifts are a way that we, we show um, love and appreciation to someone, right? Like even through those socks that sometimes are the ugliest socks ever, that's the way that Tammy shows her love and, and appreciation for me, right? But no matter what the gift is, it costs something. No matter what it is, even those, whether it's big or it's small, whether it's a pair of socks, whether it's a new car, whether it's... Whatever the gift is, it costs something. Even if it's, even if it's something that you, you make at home and you give to somebody, it costs something. Maybe it costs money, but just because it doesn't cost a lot of money doesn't mean it's not valuable to the person who's receiving it, right? Or, or maybe it costs us time, but just because maybe it didn't take a lot of time to go shopping or, or to make whatever it is that, that, that you're giving to the person doesn't mean that it's not valuable to the person Who's receiving the gift? Maybe it costs some of our talent, right? Like we, 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 all, have, we, we all have some sort of talent. Um, however, just because maybe we aren't the most creative person doesn't mean that our gifts are any less valuable to the person who's receiving, who's receiving the gift. And, and I think about all the things that I made as a kid, right? So, you know, how many of you guys are parents and say, like, I have something my kid has made me, right? Well, apparently, my parents kept everything that I made. Um, whenever they passed away a few years ago, we're going through their, their storage shed, and I'm like, I made that in like kindergarten. I made that turkey that you put your hand down and you trace it. You guys all know what I'm talking about, right? You, you trace the hand, and I, it wasn't even like straight lines. Like it looked, never mind. Anyhow, I'm not the most creative kid. Like art class was a challenge for me. Give me algebra any day. I Art was not a thing for me. And, uh, but, but they kept everything. Like the awful plates that I made that says like Happy Mother's Day on it. Like the paper plates that I finger painted on. Like those were in that storage shed, right? Every year they kept all of them. 
And it wasn't because of my art talent. I can tell you that. It wasn't because it was something that they were going to sell on eBay later because of how famous of an artist or, or whatever I, I was going to become. But it was valuable to them because it was a gift that was given. And, and, and we think about that as in relation to Christmas, that, that God gave us his son the most valuable gift ever. And yet, how do we, how do we receive that gift? What value do we, do we place on that gift at, at, when it's given to us? But that gift came at a cost. You know, the gift, the, the, the gift, the gift comes, comes at a cost. That my art projects came at a cost to me because I remember in high school being made fun of because of how bad my art skills were. <laughs> and, 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 and oftentimes it, it comes at, at a cost. It, and we say that we hear so often that God gave us his son. And, and, and in church, we hear that. We, God gave his only son. And we hear that time and time and time again. And I think so often we become desensitized to the meaning of what that actually means. Like, many of us could not even fathom giving up our only child. Like, think about that. Or even one of your five children. Or, or any of your children. Like, we can't, even, we can't even fathom that. The cost that it came to, to, to God, it came at a great cost. The greatest gift. But on the other side of maybe the cost, we hear the idea of the cost that it came, that, that, that God gave for his son, the, the cost of giving his only son to come and be born and, 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 to, and, to, and to live a life and then die on a cross. Like, that was a huge cost. But what about the cost of the ordinary people that we talked about last week? What about the cost that it came for, for, for each and every one of those, those characters? For Mary, for Joseph, you know, maybe for, maybe for the wise men, for the shepherds. You know, it's easy for, for us as Christians to, to think about, oh, you know, God's great and everything's going well and God made a way for us when everything's going great, right? Like it's easy for us to think about, like God's making a way, you know, the places of victory, the places of good news, you know, when we get a raise, yeah, hey, God made a way. Or the Eagles win, hey, God made a way, right? Um, you get a, great, get a great parking spot at Walmart on, on Black Friday, hey, God made a way, right? Like we think of, like those are things that, what a blessing, right? We think about that. Christy and I call that prime real estate when you get a good parking spot at, at Walmart. But, but what, about, what about in the valleys? What about in, in the other areas of our life, the places where we, we may feel alone or we feel scared or, or there's hurting or there's bad news? It's sometimes hard for us to say, hey, God's making a way. When we're going through those situations, when we're going through those struggles. But God making a way comes at a cost. Let's look at Mary, for example. Let's look at Matthew 1, and we're going to read in, in, in verse 18 this morning. It says, This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Mary was, through the Holy Spirit. See, Mary was pregnant out of wedlock. For her, the cost was great. The punishment in this time could have been, should have been, that she would, she would be, she would be, she would be, she would be stoned. She would be stoned. And, and, and the punishment... The, her fiance Joseph was, you know, he had this whole planned out. He was like, "I'll just divorce her quietly. She won't, she won't be, she won't be um, 
put up in, in, in front of people. It wouldn't be a public, public display made. And, and we'll just call it the engagement. But the, the angel appeared to Mary. And I believe that Mary knew the cost. Because if we look, at, if we look in Scripture, we see many times where you know, Mary was a person who, 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 who pondered things. And she thought through, she thought through things. And, 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 and the angel came to her. And, and, it was, and, and the Lord spoke through the angel and said, I, and, and, and said to her, hey, this is what you're going to do. And she responds very boldly. She responds very boldly. She says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. And so we look at that and we go, okay, I, I look at that and I go, Mary knew what the cost was going to be. She knew whenever that, hey, you're, gonna, you're a virgin, but you're going to be, you're going to conceive a baby through, through, through the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I think that she looks at that and she goes, ah, I know what the cost is going to be for this. She probably had seen it in her culture, in her town. She probably had seen uh, women who, and, and, and who, were, who were maybe called adulterers or, or, or adulter, uh, who were caught in adultery. She probably saw them, saw them stoned in, in her own town. I think that she, she knew the cost. She knew the cost that was going to come along with it. But it came at a price. The angel didn't appear to the people in her town and say, hey, this is what's going to happen, right? No, the angel appeared to Mary. The angel didn't appear to, 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 to her family members and explain what was going to happen. No, the, the angel appeared to Mary and, and, and to Joseph. Can you imagine your entire life in that moment changed? Her entire life changed. Her reputation for the rest of her life changed. Not only did she look like to maybe her neighbors or her family that she was pregnant out of, uh, out of wedlock, but in, in that she committed adultery because Joseph was like, you know, I, this wasn't me, you know. And, but what, what about then she, it seems like she's lying about it, right? Because she's saying, oh, you know, this angel came to me and said, the Holy Spirit, you know, this is the Holy Spirit's ba- like baby and you know, her name smeared through the mud. The talk of town gossip. gossip. Did you hear about Mary? Did you hear about her, her cheating on Joseph? Did you, did, did you hear that? Talk about moments of isolation. Talk about moments of, of feeling alone. Talking about moments of, 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 of guilt. Yeah, maybe she, she, she had the, the visitation from the angel. But she was human just like each and every one of us. Think about that. That it came at a cost. And the cost was great. I think many times in our lives, like we have the truth of God's word, and we've seen how God has done miracles and how he's made a way time and time again, and through our lives and maybe through other people's lives, yet we still wonder how God's going to make a way through the situation that we're in right now, right? How is he going to make a way through this circumstance? How is he going to make a way through this situation and this trial and, 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 and this place of loneliness or this place of, of heartache or this place of, of, of uncertainty? How is God going to make a way? You know, those moments whenever you're in the valley, if you would, and, 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 and things don't look promising, you know, when doctor's reports maybe aren't the greatest, when you don't know what the future holds. I think we can look at the life of Mary and say, hey, God made a way for Mary. God made a way for Mary. It came at a great cost, but because of her faithfulness and her willingness to be obedient, 
He made a way. I read a, I read a, 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 a great quote, and, 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 and it says that God, God says, show me your faith, and I'll show you my faithfulness. And I think that so many times in our lives that, that we need to step up and have that faith. Like, think about the faith. I think, think that Mary, like, she looks back at, she looked, she, I believe that she looked back at the, the visitation from the angel, and she goes, but that's what God said. Like, God said that he was going to, that, that, that this, was, this was the right thing. God said that, like, he, that he was going to be my, my sustainer. Like, I, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I'm called to this. And I think that oftentimes we may enjoy God when things are going great, but like Mary, like, we get to know him intimately whenever we're in those places of alone, loneliness and those places of isolation and those places, places of, of those valleys, if you would. Her whole life she watched as Jesus was mocked, ridiculed, and, and rejected. Multiple times throughout Jesus' ministry. And Mary was right there walk, walking with her. We see where Mary shows up in many of those, many of the stories to the New Testament. And I think about that like, moms, think about this with me. Your kid gets made fun of, right? Your kid gets, your kid gets rejected. It doesn't hurt just your kid, right? But it hurts it hurts you. I've seen, I've seen, I don't have kids, right? But I've seen so many times whenever I've seen parents who are more hurt and more upset because of what happened to their children than what happened to them themselves, to the, to the kid themselves. And then to watch him suffer and be accused of crimes that he didn't commit and die of, and, be, and, and be punished a criminal's death. And I don't know if you've noticed, but if you ever go to a mom and you accuse their kid of something, unless you have 100% proof that, that, that he did it, you're wrong, right? Like, if you've ever, ever, ever been there, like, that goes right through, right through a mom. But think about Mary in those times of anger, in those anger, anger, those times of anger, in those times of loss, those times of loneliness, when the outcome didn't look good. She looked back on the visitation from the angel, the visitation from God. She was selected to be his mother. She, didn't, she knew that it would come at a cost. Did she know how great the cost? Maybe she didn't know, realize the reality at the time. But she knew that God made a way. It came at a cost. What about Joseph? What about the cost of Joseph? Have you ever thought about the cost of Joseph? We talked about this a little bit last week. We talked about it last week a little bit about the cost of Joseph. He was, he was a righteous man, Scripture says. Someone who was faithful to the law. He would have had every right to throw Mary under the bus and, and expose her to, 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 public, to, to public punishment and let her be punished. But in Matthew 1.19, it says, Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. He already had a plan to gar- together. In his mind, look at it through his eyes for a moment. Reflect through his eyes for a moment. The lady that he's engaged to be married to is pregnant. And maybe a little bit crazy right now because she's saying that she had a visitation from an angel. Right? Like, sounds like the best cover-up story ever. Like, I'm just being real here. Right? Like, think, look at it through his eyes for a moment. She's pregnant and she, she said it's because the, it, it's the Messiah that was prophesied about in Isaiah. That that's the baby that she, she's going to give birth to. He had to have struggled with it. How many guys in the room would struggle with that, right? Like if the lady I'm engaged to to be married got pregnant and then said, hey, it's not, it, it's, 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 
the angel said, right? Like, I had a dream, and the angel said, right. Yeah, think about it like that. Like, think through those eyes. Think, like, reflect on it through, through that idea. Maybe I should, maybe I, I don't want to, I, I really still love her, and I, and I don't want to see her, see her publicly, publicly killed. So I'll just divorce her quietly. We'll call off the engagement. But then he has a visitation from the angel. And the angel said in Matthew 1, 20, it says, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Joseph faced a real dilemma on what to do. And it, 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 but it came at a cost. It came at a cost. It came at a cost maybe for not just that moment whenever he, he had to make that decision, but what about the rest of his life? What about the rest of his life where he's, he's, he has a baby who literally isn't his baby, but he's, he, he's, he, he hears from the voice of the angel and he says, hey, I'm going to take this and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the father and, and I'm going to be who God has called me to be, Right? What about instead of going into marriage and, 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 and slowly building your, 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 your family, what about jumping straight in to, to, a, strong, to, a, to a family where you're supplying for, for not just your wife but now a baby as well? The cost for Joseph was great. It cost Joseph so much wondering that, that maybe he didn't know what the next step was. We can see, we, we look through it. I, I think that it's funny that in our deepest need, God, we'd have to depend on God even more. And I believe for Joseph this was true. Because if you look, like, for Joseph, he had, needed God to help him understand what to do next. So he says, hey, you can take, the, take Mary as your wife and, 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 and do that. And, and then um, we're going to go to, he goes to Bethlehem, and they're there. And he's like, okay, where am I going to stay? And God makes a way for the innkeeper right through the innkeeper and then and then he 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 they 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 leave bethlehem and oh they they're in bethlehem and then the magi come right and and herod is ready to to kill the babies in in bethlehem and in the surrounding areas and he says okay god i need you to make a way here and he has another dream and another visitation from god and in the dream you know he uh god tells him to 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 flee to, to Egypt, and they flee, and then he has another dream. And time and time and time again, we see where God made a way through Joseph. How might the story have been different had Joseph depended on his own self and his own strength to make all of those decisions, right? How many times, whenever we try to do things on our own, do, do we maybe screw up when we don't do, the, do what God would, would call us to do? But he made, he made a way. Because I believe that after the first and second time, he looked back and go, man, God's faithful. He knows what the next step is. He knows where I'm going to. He knows where I'm going to go. But it came at a cost to him. It came at a cost of him not, him, him not always having control. And as a guy, like how many of you guys know, like most guys like to know what the next step is, right? Like we like to have a, a little bit of, of control. It came at a cost for being, for having a, having a, Having Mary as his wife who, you know, people were still unsure about this, what is the real story here. 
right? What is the real story? But God, God made a way for Joseph through those, through those unknown areas. And he, he depended upon God's direction. I look at the cost for the Israelite families. We talked about, we talked about, we talked about here with so many times we, we leave this part of the, of the birth of Jesus out. We leave, so many times we leave the, the portion out whenever Herod ordered all the babies in Bethlehem and the surrounding areas who were two years and younger to be killed. You know, from Matthew 2. We often leave this out. We leave, we leave this part out. Because Herod was trying to take out the Messiah, the person who was, he felt threatened by, by, by this baby. And, but God made a way. God made a way for the Magi, because he spoke to the Magi and said, hey, go back a different way. Don't report back to, don't report back to King Herod. God made a way for Jesus to escape by giving Joseph a dream of where they were supposed to go. God made a way for for them to be able to flee. But imagine the cost that that came to. It came at the cost of every baby, every male baby under two years of age. It came with the cost of their life. Talk about a, a, a storm in life, right? Like, talk about, like, the hurt in the morning. I can't even imagine about a whole town. Imagine, like, imagine the, the president saying, hey, everybody in this town right here, we're going to kill all the babies that are two years and younger, two years and younger, and are male. We're just going to we're going to take them out. Imagine the morning; their whole lives are changed. To lose a child, if you've never lost someone close or as close as a child, your life is forever changed. The sense of hopelessness is overwhelming. These families sacrifice so much, but it came, and it came at a cost of them, so that God can make a way for us today. Like we think about, God made a way. For us, and the cost was, you know, Jesus. But what about everybody else in that line? The sacrifices that were made. And this morning, I'm going to invite the worship team up. I believe that God is making a way for us. It wasn't just God giving his only son. It came with the cost of Mary's reputation. It came with the cost of Joseph's security. It came with the cost of the families in Bethlehem. And, and finally, it came with the cost of Christ himself. Christ gave himself up on a cross so that he could always make a way for us. That Jesus came as a baby, lived a sinless life. He, he died on a cross, a death that he didn't deserve, so that he could take all of my sin, all of my shame. And he could make a way for me to have eternal life. So that he can make a way for me no matter what I was going through. His cost brought us healing. His cost brought us freedom. His cost brought us a love that is not contingent upon anything that we do or say or, 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 or what we can even, even fathom. He gave himself so that we could live. God made a way for Mary through the valley when she was alone and, and when she was scared and and when she was the, the talk in the town wasn't necessarily good, her, pers- her reputation wasn't the best. It was a cost to her. God made a way for, for Joseph in the wilderness when he wasn't sure of the next steps to take, when he was worried and concerned for his family and, and the trials that, that w- would come their way. When there wasn't a place for them to stay, God made a way. Joseph relied on, relied on God, and he saw him do it. He saw him make a way time and time and time.
time again. God made a way through, through the storm of the Israelites to preserve the life of the baby Jesus so that we might have, have access to life. God will always make a way for us through his son who took our debt and our sin upon him that through his death and his resurrection, we might have life. And this morning, I would challenge you that it doesn't matter what you're going through, it doesn't matter what, what situation you're in, that, that God is making a way for you. No matter what valley you're in, when you feel alone, maybe you're like Mary, maybe you identify with Mary. Maybe you identify with, with maybe feeling scared or maybe feeling alone or, or feeling, feeling afraid. God is making a way for you. And in those moments, let me challenge you. Spend time in those moments to get to know him intimately. It's not just a surface level relationship, but it's much deeper. And the more you get to know him in those quiet times, in those times that you feel, feel, feel separated from him, those are the times whenever you get to know him more. He says, draw close to me and I will draw close to you. It takes a step from us first. And no matter what, what unknown area you're walking through, like Joseph, you don't have to know what the next step is. God's already making a way for you. He's already planning the path. When there's trials and hardships, know that your deepest need becomes a gift when it drives you to depend on God. God is making a way for you to depend on him. And no matter what storm is raging and what things are out of control and you don't know where to turn, during this Christmas season, it's so easy for, for us to to reflect back on, on areas in our life whenever there were storms this past year, right? Or, or maybe we lost a loved one or, or, or something like that and the holiday season comes around. Those are the toughest times. Trust me, I know. I've been there. I'm, I live it. But know that peace is not the absence of a storm. Peace is found in the presence of Jesus. So during the storms of life, turn to him. Find peace there. Find his presence and you'll find his peace. Know that God will always make a way for you. His love for us is never, never ending. It says that while we were still sinning, Christ died for us. That, that he was making a way even before we could even plan or even think about it. He was making a way for us. And I believe this morning that, that God, is, God is already navigating your life. And he already has planned and he already has, has kind of carved out the path. And he's waiting on us to take the next step and say, okay, what do you have for me? What way do you want me to go? Am I willing to walk through this storm and through this circumstance? Whenever the water's raging, when the, when the, when the water's rising and the storms are raging in life and, and my situation or circumstances, maybe they don't look like who, whoever else, our neighbors or, or, or whatever it might be. You can look back and say, say, okay, God, I see in the story of Mary that that you made a way. I see in Joseph's life, you made a way. I see, I see through the story of your son that, that you made a way. And I, I see through the life of, of maybe individuals in my, in my church and in my surroundings that, that you made a way for them. And so this morning, I believe that God can do that for you and he can do it, do it again and do it and do it over and over and over because he, he has planned it before he even formed you. He knew where you were gonna be and he knew how your, 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 your path was going to be walked out. So this morning, if you would stand with us, we're going to sing this song. And um, I'm going to challenge you to think through something this morning. Because I believe that 
that God can do things in our lives. And he does bring us through valleys and he brings us through areas so that we can help others navigate those areas in their life as well. And so, so this morning, as we sing this song, I want you to think about what storms have God brought you through? What are the areas, maybe what are the, the lonely places? What are the, 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 the areas where I feel far from God? What has he brought me through already? Maybe this morning, uh, if you've survived cancer, you can help somebody else fight with faith because of, because of the faithfulness of our God. Maybe you had marriage issues. You can help someone else forgive and, 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 and walk that out in their lives. And, and maybe, maybe you're able to, maybe it's climb out of debt. You can encourage others that it can be done, that the mountain is not, is not, not it, it, the mountain is not so high that you can't get over it. Maybe you're 207 days sober. You can encourage somebody that, 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 that as you walk it out, you can be set free and that, that, and as you tell others, it sets you free even more. And so this morning, I'm going to encourage you, think about what other, and what are the areas that, that maybe you've lost a loved one of you that have been able to experience God's peace that surpasses all understanding. Maybe you've been able to do that. This morning, as we sing this song, think through those, think through those things. Because when we're done with the song, I'm going, to, I'm going to challenge you. Would you be willing to encourage somebody this morning? Would you be willing to take five minutes or two minutes or one minute and and encourage somebody who's around you this morning. Because I, 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 would, I know that there's people in this congregation this morning who are walking through some of these areas. They're walking through the, the, the lonely areas. They're walking through the areas of, of, of the unknown territories. They're walking through maybe bad doctor's reports. They're walking through, um, they're walking through these situations and these circumstances. And I believe that God can use you to... to to, to be a, that today can be a day where their life is changed, where they can find healing, they can find peace, they can find faith because of what you've already navigated.